This morning, the family of a deceased Mississippi man demanding answers after an alleged brutal racist attack and a new set of possible remains after a series of other body part discoveries. According to police, 25-year-old Rasheem Carter was last seen in Laurel, Mississippi back in October. After complaining to his mom, he was being followed by white men in trucks yelling racial epithets. Police confirm Carter sought help at a local police station. I'm the mother that's going to keep standing, that's going to keep fighting, that's going to keep doing what I have to do as a mother to get the justice that my son deserves. His family and civil rights attorney Ben Crump calling for justice, insisting Carter was mutilated. We know that this was not of natural causes. This was a Mississippi lynching in 2022. The Smith County Sheriff telling ABC News his office initially ruled no foul play was involved in Carter's death. But now the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation, who has taken over the case, says it's an ongoing investigation. The sheriff adding in a new statement, quote, our goal is to uncover the truth, regardless of outside opinion or influence, and to bring closure and truth to Mr. Carter's family. According to Carter's autopsy report, a cause of death is undetermined at this time. His mother accuses local authorities of trying to sweep this case under the rug. Mississippi, all America is watching to see if you're going to do right. The family of Mississippi man whose dismembered body was found in November said his newly released autopsy report shows that he was murdered and they called for, you know, a federal investigation into this case on Monday, okay? Uh, so Rasheen Carter was 25 and last seen October 2nd of 2022. On November 2nd, his decomposing body was found in a wooded area about 21 miles away in Taylorsville, which is around the same area where this other guy was found. Um, so at a news conference on Monday alongside the Carter family. That um, I, you know, asked him to do. They told him he couldn't stay there. Um, he didn't stay there. He texted me after he left the police department, and he said that, um, Mom, if something, you know, he told me, we're not seeing it eye to eye. My boss and I are not seeing it eye to eye. Eye to eye. And then he put his boss name there, and he put the company name there, and he told me uh, if something happened to him, his boss was, was responsible. And he said, Mama, I'm smart. He got these men trying to kill me. And um, he texted me that after he actually left the, left the um, police department that particular night. And then um, later on, once they found his remains, um, once they found his remains, they told me um, when I went back there that um, I never, I did when they, when they first seen it, I mean, when they first found it, I never got the opportunity to see it the very first day when they found his remains. So the next day, which was November the 3rd, they allowed me to go back there and they showed me where his remains were, you know, were found. But when I went back there, immediately the Holy Spirit told me it was foul play. And then I, I told the sheriff, I said that, uh, he said, when I told him it was foul play, he said, no, uh, it's, 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 it's no foul play. That's what he told me. And he tried to So a civil rights attorney said that the Justice Department should take up the case after local police said that they had no reason to believe that this man's death was a result of foul play. What? 
This man is decapitated and you're going to sit there and you're going to say that there is no reason to investigate further? What in the world? One thing is certain, this was not a natural death. This represents a man who was killed. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, so the sheriff's department did not elaborate why they believed that there was no foul play or what led them to the wooded area where Carter remains were found. Um, so Carter's autopsy revealed his head had suffered from his body and some of his body parts were found in different locations. Okay, this is the exact same as Tyreek. Some of his body parts have been found. Some of his other body parts have not been found. Found other body parts and they're doing DNA tests and stuff right now to figure out whose it is. Dude, it could be regimes since they never fully recovered them. I'm just saying they're close enough that it could happen. So his family said that the day before the disappearance went to the Taylorsville Police Department and reported that he feared for his safety because there were men after him. They said that they believed that he believed his killing might have been racially motivated. Iris, also, his mother claims that he called her saying, yo, some white boys are following me. What do I do? And said to call police. No, I don't have the 911 call. If he did or not, I people are claiming, yeah, for sure he did. I don't have that. So I'm not sure. I'd assume he did. And if he did, obviously they didn't do anything. So what? A friend of mine was saying this Carly case could be to distract away from these cases that are happening right now of people murdering other people. Who's to say? And then, I mean, just going to put this out there. There's a whole thing with the lizard people, right? A ghost to so what if these people are the lizard people? Or what if these people think that these other people are the lizard people and taking them out? And then, I don't know. I am speechless right now because I just, I just don't know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to, you know, do a shout out here. Uh, to run a light my slave at 2.0. He did a whole thing on Therese. I personally think that his tactics on the video are racist towards white people, in my opinion. I will link it. I do think that he had a, some very good information. I think that, too, maybe he has some experience, you know, bode well with white people, and that's why. But, I mean, the term cracker thrown out a lot and the term like you know watch out for white people like it seems like he's using more of a scare tactic and saying like this doesn't happen to white people actually though i found out there were similar things happening to white women chasing them down for sport and children so i do think that he has a good message and i do think that um there's, there's a lot of good things in that too um so he does a better job of explaining the Tyreek Atwood case. Again, I don't agree with the white cracker stuff. I don't agree with, I don't, I don't agree with racism in any form. I don't care if you're white, black, whatever. It, that's not okay. That's not, that's not okay. But um, I do want to share his video with you guys. I do want to share it with you guys because I do think they have some good information. If you guys have, have anything to say about those, please let me know. So. So when they caught up when they did get to Tyreek's, they did what most normal people in America would do after something like this has happened. Some dudes, you know, five dudes take you, snatch you up, throw you in a truck, 
you know, abuse you. You got to kick your way out, chase you in the woods, bite you, knock your tooth out. You know, they said, OK, let's go to police. They went to the police department, the Tellersville Police Department. Now, people, this is the same police department that refused to help Rasheem Carter when his mother went there. OK, well, when his mother told him to go there on the phone. So they go to the Tellersville Police Department. Now, when they went there, these the Tellersville Police Department, after they told him, after they told the police everything that he went through, their response was, well, what did you do for that to happen to you? What did you do to have them to you? What? What? This man has been bitten. He has had a tooth knocked out. They literally were hunting him down. What did you do? All right. What? He's five against one. And you're going to sit here and say, but that is never okay. That is never okay. This police force needs a whole, whole makeover. Like, cop should be fired. That is not okay. That is not okay to ever say to any victim. Screw that. Rashim. Rashim was able to contact his mom and say, hey, I'm going to be with these type of people. Like I said, I just heard about Rashim's case today. So, hey, I'm going to be with these type of people. This is who I'm with. This is with I'm, who I'm working with. So this is why, too, guys, I think that like Truthfinder is so important and can help you out so much because you never know. You never know who you're going to go out with. You never know who you're working for. You never know any of that. So if you can go on there and just have like that peace of mind and have that little bit of know that they don't have domestic violence against them, know that they don't have sexual assault against them. And if they do have something that you can talk to them about and be like, hey, this is concerning to me, like get the explanation, get the story, or even go to the county and get a police report. That way you have that information and they're taking people to tell us, but hey, why not take people where you got the police and law enforcement in your corner? The only people that somebody can go to when something like this happens. It's a I can't argue with that. Why do you think Ted Bundy went to the locations that he did? Because either he knew the cops, he knew that they weren't going to connect the dots because that's how the system worked. He knew that, you know, it just was going to get overlooked. If these people in that town are very, if they're racist and very, you know, if that happened, let's say, in Alabama where Carly was, They'd be on top of it. They'd be on top of it. And it's really sad that depending on where you live in the community and the people that are sheriff and you know governing that that particular town can do stuff like this. So when you see people say things like, how do you know this is true? What's the proof? They're in on it. Okay? They're in on it. I've got to disagree. Just because someone is questioning you and asking you, how do you know? Where's the proof? That doesn't mean that they're in on it. Just because 
they question you does not mean that you're not, especially like, okay, this could go into it too, especially with the Carl Russell case right now with Carly Russell making everyone question everything, which really sucks because yes, abductions do happen. And yes, sex trafficking does happen. And murder and decapitation, like, is obviously happening. But can we trust someone now? Like, questioning the truth does not mean that you're in on this. It doesn't. Like I said, I would love to see those videos. That'd be awesome. It'd be awesome to see, like, the phone records from Tyreek's to his aunt and like the GPS location, like of them going there. I'd love to see all that. That would conclude as they prove. I'm not saying this didn't happen. Obviously, I really think this did happen. I'm just saying, if you're questioning someone because they are questioning whether or not this is legit, and saying, well, they must be wrong if they're questioning it. I'm, we could do the same thing with a Carly case. Well, if you're questioning that she's was abducted, then you're obviously lying and you're obviously against us. Okay, so Dwight says, I think um, Carrie is her own little world and she and her family ain't paying law enforcement, no mind. And at some point she's going to have to face the music when they done whatever they decide to do. To arrest her. I agree. I mean, even like the cops, though, they were like, because people were like, are you going to press charges on her for, you know, using all these research resources that didn't need to be used? And they're like, oh, I never even thought of that. Like that didn't even cross their mind. But now like they can't even close this case unless they talk to her and she will not talk to them. (laughs) I mean, even they said in press conference like oh we're just giving her and her family time to kind of figure things out they haven't they haven't been jerks and been like oh well she's not talking we obviously know she's not talking she owes them an explanation she owes everyone an apology she which makes me think that she planned like this whole thing and i think that her mom's in it too but could that be taken away from cases like this? Absolutely. But does that mean also that if someone is questioning whether or not this case is legit and where's your proof, um, does that give them a valid reason to question that? Absolutely. Both are true. But does that mean too that maybe we should be going more and investigating more and demanding more answers? I mean, you don't have to give them your money, but maybe going there and like, and like, hey, where's the rest of the videos? Not being destructive. I'm not saying being destructive and like protesting all that, not the destructive kind, but maybe going there and be like, hey, I want to see this, this video, make it public. That'd be, that'd be very interesting. I'd like to see what he has to say to that. Um, and like, how are they all connected? And again, like, I know people are going to ask what proof. Again, that's a valid question. That is a valid question. Um, and there should be police reports for these. So I'm actually going to go to Taylorsville, Mississippi, um, to their, I'm going to request them to their County and request that, we get these police reports. See what they say. Get a gun. 
You know what I mean? What is it? I think an open carry state. Show that you got it. If not, don't put you because everybody can't have a gun and everybody shouldn't have a gun. You know, I, I, I see a lot of times people a lot of times in their their response to these situations is we got to be carrying. We got to be carrying. Yo, everybody can't carry a gun. y'all. Everybody's not disciplined enough to carry a gun. This carrying a gun is not just like carrying a bottle of water. You have to be prepared to carry a gun mentally, physically. You have to know what's going on. You have to know how to take the gun apart, clean the gun, operate the gun. You got to know gun safety. Everybody can't carry a gun. And you don't know how to properly use a gun. I think that's where a lot of the times we end up with. I mean, we just had a three-year-old. She's a one-year-old. See, I do agree with that. I do think that, yeah, not everyone should own a gun. Not everyone. I personally have anxiety. Um, I do love my bow. I have a bow. But I also feel like I have more control over the bow. I have shotguns before. I don't like them. Okay. I just, I shake. Maybe it's because I know the power within it. Like, and I'm afraid I'm going to do something and I have ADHD. Like, and I'm, I can be clumsy. And I don't, my husband has guns. We have them in our house. No. Why? Because we don't have a safe. So we keep them somewhere else at his parents' house where they do have a safe. And it is locked up and it is taken care of. And they do know how to take care of it. And do I think that too, that kids should learn what to do when there is a gun? And how to like respond to it, how to use, like if you have to pick it up, what to do? Absolutely. Even if there is no, the, the whole thing that holds the bullets, there could still be one in the chamber. We just had two. Just recently, and this is absolutely terrible, this teenage boy was playing around with the gun. There was no, there was nothing, like, magazine. There was no magazine um, in it. And he's done it before, where he just, like, plays around with his sister and is like, oh, I'm gonna shoot you. I don't know why, but anyway, it shot off, and he killed his sister. And then he starts screaming, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That mom just lost two kids. That mom just lost two kids. And I don't know her situation. I don't know. She said that she had it for protection because she had someone, um, she had someone come in her home. And so she had it for protection, but she didn't, she didn't have a safe for it. She had the magazine in her dresser so she thought that it was safe i don't know why the gun was just on the counter but it was and that makes me absolutely sad and terrifying and it, it makes me sad too that you know some people think oh well i do need this gun for, i do need this for safety i do feel like he is hyping it up that you know we need to be scared and on alert all the time that's i don't feel like that's the answer i do feel like you do need to be alert and like if you're by yourself like you need to know your surroundings and just be self-conscious about that. But he's right. Not everyone owning a gun is the answer. Just plain and simple. It's it's not it's not the answer for everyone. I I personally think two people who have kids in the home 
or if you have kids even coming over, grandkids, whatever, you need to have a safe. And if you can't afford a safe, and you shouldn't have, I'm not saying don't have a gun, but don't have it in your home. See if you have a friend or family member that has one. I know too, here we have lockers. Again, people are like, oh, well, that defeats the purpose of having a gun if it's not available to you right away. What's better? Having that gun right there or having your loved one be alive. I mean, if you know that you're going to be going out and you're going to be alone in a situation and you know that's going to happen, sure, take the gun and protect yourself. But you can go get that from the safe. Okay. I do want to say, too, I do think they use a lot of fair points on here. I do feel like those are made. And I do feel like, too, yeah, people are doing this. We, the public needs to know about it, right? We need, we need to know. We need to be on edge and on the lookout for this type of stuff, right? Being terrified of every white person that comes across to you is not the answer. Nah, nah, nah. You in a situation right here in this crack of town out here or anywhere, and you have a beef to the point where you said if something happens to you, it'll be this white dude. You got beef with all the white dudes at that job, man. The white girls, humor, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Diversity and culture and everything like that. We're just, we're going to avoid them. And we're going to teach our children and their children to be terrified of the white people. That's not, that's not the answer. I know exactly what the answer is. No. I can tell you, scaring your family and being afraid of someone because of their skin color. What's the definition of a racist? Not hating someone just because of the way that their skin color is. Actions? Yes. Now, these five men are terrible human beings. Anyone that would do that is a terrible human being. But again, like I said, too, this has happened to children and women back in the 2000s era. And I don't remember it being a big thing. I will do a full story on that on a different episode, but I don't remember that being a big thing. Obviously, he doesn't either. One thing I didn't notice, and maybe I'll mention that later, I don't have any names of the but I guess. I don't know if he knows them, but that would be interesting to see. Beef with a white person? Just take it like they all, they, you got beef with all of them, man. That's all you could do. If you got beef with a white person, you got beef with all of them. Again, though, isn't that racist? You're going to judge someone based off of their color. That's racist. I'm not saying I'm terrible. I mean, shit. If you're going to do a job with someone, like I said, get on Truthfinder and look them up. See if they have a past. See if they have anything sketchy that you have to worry about. And also, trust your gut. Like, your gut feeling sometimes can be like the best thing for you but no I, I can't tell you how many people like okay for example i don't remember what state it is but it was just a few months back there were two girls that went with the one man it was like a family friend or whatever and they went on vacation wherever and then they found the two girls bodies as well as like seven other victims and the perpetrator's body 
Well, turns out if you just did a truth finder search on that guy, guess what? You would have seen that he was a sex offender. Would you really let your two daughters go with a sex offender? I don't freaking think so. And one of the dads came out and was like, well, I wish there was a way that we could have known that he was a predator. Are you kidding me right now? Seriously. And I link it down below and I talk about it a lot. And that's because, guys, I, I use this all the time. I use this all the time. I help look up friends, boyfriends, just to make sure that they are decent human beings. I, I look up random people. Yeah. Like, I, people will just ask me, hey, will you look up my boss for me? And yeah, I'll look them up. And I can tell you, yo, this guy's got a lot going on or there's nothing, not even a speeding ticket on this guy's record. Or, yeah, he's cool. Uh, his credit sucks, but you know what? We all make mistakes in that way. I agree with what this guy is saying, but I'm just saying the fear level of, let's put fear, especially into our youth about white people. Ooh, that causes racism. <laughs> Like, stop. This is absolutely terrible. This is absolutely not okay. These men should be punished for this. Yes, we should get the word out about this more. And yes, things like the camera, uh, police reports, all that should be public. I think that would solve a lot of questions. I really like this guy, besides like the little, little racist stuff, but I think he's just, he's had some trauma maybe with white people before. I burned him. All right. Just right here because the description says two white men with bald heads and tattoos on their heads. Like, that's what you're looking for. Dude. Okay. I try not to judge people by their tattoos on their tattoos and everything. But let's face it. There's only one reason why you would tattoo your face or head. And that's trying to look tough. Or you're just old and badass and just... You're saying, fuck it, I don't care. Or, I've been reading this book, um, Confessions of a Psychopath, and you might be a psychopath and just don't give a shit. But, again, I would also probably be concerned if I saw two men, doesn't matter, black, white, whatever, with tattoos on their heads, and they're just, like, driving around a van. Hello, van scream. I disagree, man. No, I disagree. One person does not make a full race. You could say the same about anyone. Oh, I had beef with one black guy. Oh, okay. Well, I guess all of them are bad. No. No, that's not. No, dude. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? Like, I mean, do you agree? First off, do you agree? Like, if you got beef with one race, you got beef with all of them? Every human is an individual. In my eyes. And you should judge that individual on that individual, not as all. I just... I think... I... One thing I just... I do... I, Respect. I'll respect you. Respect me. That's it. We can disagree. 
we can disagree all day on things. Like this guy, obviously I disagree with how he sees race. That's okay. But I still respect him. From what I've seen, yeah, I definitely still respect him and I respect that he's trying to get his voice out there. And I respect too that he's also trying to, you know, educate people um, on stuff like this that's happening and yeah, not being fully talked about. And it should be talked about. I mean, that's what we do here too. We take the smaller cases and 